two, one. Mommy, mommy, baby wants to fuck. Hey guys, welcome to the Long Flight Film Podcast. I'm Uncle Rico. Hi, I'm five-time Oscar winner, Alfonso Caron, director of such hit films as I Am Autism. How are you? Oh, hi, Alfonso. Hi. And, and I am Dennis Hopper. Oh. Hi, Dennis Hopper. How are you? I, I thought I was Dennis Hopper. I thought, I thought you were dead, bro. You died in 2010, right? I, yeah, di- I did. Yeah. But I came back for the podcast. Like I, 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 I can't leave you guys alone. I came back for the podcast. That's why. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Frank. Frank Booth over Cliff. What kind of beer do you guys like? Um, what did he say in the movie? No, you like this fuck. <laughs> I'm more of a Heineken guy, but uh, yeah, I'm, Heineken, I'm, more of a, I'm, I'm not. So I can't. Would you look at me, fuck? So, so just for the audience listening, we actually didn't recommend Blue Velvet last time, but no, like we, we got not. really into the thing, so we're just going to talk about it because, yeah, it's yes. like, why not? And we watched Promising Young Woman, and mm-hmm. we have many and we're going to go through that. We sure did. We yeah. sure um, did. So, yeah, yeah, and 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 Roma, and of course uh, Lahan, and the, the other films, the the Handmaiden, Handmaiden. yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, so as far as Blue Velvet goes, you know, last night I was kind of like chilling. I'm like, okay, I want to watch a movie. I'm like, Blue Velvet seems pretty cool because, I don't know. If you guys know me, I'm not a huge fan of Lynch, but I wanted to check it out. So I got the Criterion, watched it, and I loved it. I thought it was incredible. And then I think yeah. Jim rewatched it recently. Yeah, um, I, I, predi- I predicted it would be the one Lynch movie that Graham would actually like. So like, that's what I like. Yes, yeah. and it makes me want to actually watches movies now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I re I rewatched it after like you guys were like talking about it so much. I'm like, oh, I really need to see it again. So I was just I just watched. Yeah, it. it's so fucking good, dude. <laughs> it's like, and I, and I watched it on my TV downstairs because my parents were out, and I put it on full volume. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, I loved hearing Dennis Hoffa like <laughs> at like a hundred volume it was amazing. I'm sure my neighbors enjoyed it too. And uh, Isabella Rossellini is looking sexy and doing whatever the hell she mm-hmm. wants for a whole. I mean, when she isn't, come on pretty, now. Yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. You know, David Lynch met her in a restaurant and just cast her in the film. <laughs> it's like really. Uh, yeah, he said you look like Ingrid Bergman a bit. It's like, oh, really? Because she's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then they dated. You know that they dated for. Quite a while. For how long? I know they dated, but I don't know how long. I don't know if it was like long or if no, it was like it a couple a long months. Time. It's kind of like how Kyle McLaughlin and Laura Dern dated for a bit too. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. For uh, for like a few months, but they stayed like really good friends, which is good. Mm-hmm. Things didn't end awkwardly between them. Yeah. Um, uh, Do we have anything to say or are you just like saying that we like Blue Velvet and then we'll just move on? <laughs> just Blue Velvet fucks. I don't know. The cinematography <laughs> is by far the best of what anything I've seen from Lynch. Like it's so like the scenes when you're in um uh, her apartment and, and stuff, like it feels yeah. so eerie and like just like weird. And it, it just feels, doesn't and it feels, feels feel so off, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, I love uh, that, that about it. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, Lynch said himself that the most important scene in the film is when Ben is lip syncing to In Dreams. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking to myself, of course it's the most important scene in the film, David, because you're literally telling us what the film is about. I'm like, why not? Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like. So how much of the film do you think was dreams and how much do you think was reality? No, it was all reality, but the whole thing is mm-hmm. like the whole thing is like a like a satire, is what it is. Like, yeah, it's kind of like how Doctor Strange Love is all real, but like it's a bit of, it's a satire, you know? It's like, you know. Yeah, like I I think it was all like realistic. Like I mean, I think everything like happened, but it was all like with like dream logic and stuff well, like yeah, that. Exactly, and that's what all of this it, it, a bit Fellini esque in that kind of way. Then mm-hmm. he he shows at the start the beautiful like. American Dream, you know, Blue Velvet's playing in the background, and like um the the flowers, and then uh that's um Carl McLaughlin's dad, and he like is passing out, and he's like dying on the floor, and then you like seep underneath like the perfect surface, and then there's like destruction and disgustingness, and like underneath you know American suburbia, and that's kind of what the film is about, you know, like Carl McLaughlin is like the most innocent like looking guy ever you yeah. ever seen in your life, and like he gets sucked into this incredibly dark world. With I wanna fuck anything that was, you know those kind of characters, and then yeah, L. Russellini kind of precipitates that for him. Yeah. So, what do you think about um, Cal McLaughlin's um, character? Like his like, he's not what really do you think? Like, you know, like yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. I'm like, because the whole time, like the one thing I was wondering, I'm like, what is like, what's drawing him into this mystery? No, and the only thing I could like take it for is like he's kind of like a stand-in to, for the audience yeah exactly. like it's kind of like if you were like in that situation like these were probably the things you're gonna do you know like if you're like in a dream like think of you think of this is your dream and you're a comic laughlin uh like you're like you see this uh like you know this mystery going on you're gonna try to figure out everything out just like just because yeah, yeah. just because you can do it you know yeah. and then it just you know, with him having to like hit uh, Dorothy and stuff like that, oh, like man. you know, like he didn't obviously he did not want to do that. But it's like without then she just went shut the fuck up. But yeah. you know, like then he like taps his like dark side of himself. You know, and like he kind of has like two sides: one with uh, Laura Dern's character, um, Sandy, and then you have one with Dorothy. And I thought it was just really, just really interesting. And not only that, like just like even like just as a story. Like just on its own, it's just fucking fantastic. It's super entertaining. It's it's gorgeous. Like I mean, what else could you want from a movie? And I, I mean, it's it's iconic as hell too. Like I mean, just come on. Yeah. Uh, this is Laura Dern's first movie, pretty much. I think, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, she looks really young in this. I, I, I yeah. was she like sixteen or seventeen? No, she was, she was nineteen. Really nineteen. She was nineteen nice. in okay. nineteen eighty six. But they shot it before then, and she said they didn't shoot it two years before it. Nah, they, no, no. that's yeah. when Lynch started production on it. But that doesn't mean that's that, when they uh, shot yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no. They said Laura Dern was seventeen at the time, and that she went to like a Bob's Big Boy with David Lynch and Carl McLaughlin to see if they would get along. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's just funny to me. I'm just imagining that on my line of like Lynch, and she said like David Lynch was like um doodling on like the the napkins, and Carl McLaughlin was like. <laughs> writing and I'm like, oh, that's like it's it's like uh, wow amazing yeah suave god damn you're one suave dog but i'm disappointed that lynch didn't give himself a role here a bit of a missed opportunity you know 
He could have yeah, shown, up, shown up halfway through as Gordon Cole. Agent Cooper, there's something you gotta know. <laughs> this is the main inspiration for Twin Peaks, by the way. This is like, this is like he made this. Thing. Yeah, this kind of. It feels like Twin Peaks a bit. Like this is kind of. When did Lynch like start developing the ideas for Twin Peaks? Like how long after before Blue the show Velvet. actually came out? After, like after, after not like before Blue Velvet or anything. No, because he met okay. he met Angela Badalamenti, uh for Blue Velvet, I think, and then after that he. Uh, he met Mark Frost and then they created the pilot script and they took it to ABC and they shot it and then turned into a series. It was after Blue Velvet, I know. that They, they didn't have the idea before Blue Velvet. It was always after. Mm-hmm. Blue, Velvet, Blue Velvet kind of spawned the idea because Lynch wanted to go more into suburbia life and yeah. stuff like that. He wanted to do more stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can I just say how much I love the openings and like closings of these movies? Yeah, like it's just fantastic, oh, yeah. just oh, how they open God. up, like these happy suburban, like, yeah. sunny side shit. Like you know the flowers and the fence and stuff. I thought that was all fantastic. And oh, you yeah. you go under, you go under the grass or whatever, and all these all these just dirt and crap and bugs and just shit. And you know you have oh you have that shot where it's zooming into the to the ear, the like the severed one, oh, and then right. yeah. I think near the end it's like uh, zooming out of Laura Dern's. Or no, 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 it was Cal McLaughlin. I just, yeah, it was Cal McLaughlin's here, and then he, like, zooms out. And then, you know, then it's kind of, like, just ends. And, yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Oh, that's good. I, I actually didn't pick that up. That's actually a really good, like, touch that you, you found. So cringe, Jim. Sorry. I guess I'm just a better Lynchian than you. Uh, no. I'll say it like a, uh, like a Minnesota person. Siri, Aiden noticed that. Oh, mm-hmm. you're darn tootin'. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, um. I have great accents. Anyways, um, the I think we all gave Blue Velvet a ten, and let's move on. Yes, fantastic! Yep. I love it. To and this is saying a lot, though. My favorite Lynch film too. Like a, yeah, I mean, so far mine, but yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah, it so far before. for me, but like, like, yeah, yeah. My favorite is uh, Fire Walk with Me. It's like a film, but like Fire Walk with Me, like it, it does not work as a standalone. It's literally like it's like a Twin Peaks like episode, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's like an yeah epilogue slash uh, prequel to the series because like what the show is about it's about laura palmer right and that kind of got lost and lynch wanted to like show you that like no this shit's about laura and it's always been about laura and so he like that's why he made the film but anyways uh promising young woman's directed yeah. by um someone emerald Fano, right is that emerald. her name Fennel or yeah yeah who like actually cameos in the film? Did you guys notice her cameo? No, I didn't. I don't know what she, she looks like. Great cameo. She, if, if, if I can spoil it, can I spoil it? Yeah, why not? Yes. She's the woman in the in the blowjob make tutorial. I, I laughed out loud when I saw that. Oh, that's wait, funny. really? Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. that's the director. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw it because I, I knew it was her. That's so funny. Oh my god, yeah. that's actually Fantastic. great. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine a director cameoing for that exactly. Like, imagine. Oh my god. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I mean, I wouldn't put, put uh, I wouldn't pass the opportunity to do that. I mean, like <laughs> I always love it when like I always love it when like directors like cameos like the bartender or like whatever, what have have you. I think it's just so cool. Like Hitchcock's always like on the bus, you know, like like he's like sitting next to like like uh, like James Stewart, he's like on the bus next to him or whatever. Have you? I just think that's so cool. You know, 
or like he's in the next car in the background. I just think that's awesome. You like pick up on those small details. I think Hitchcock's cameo in uh, Rear Window is like really small. You have to find it. It's really cool. I noticed it. Okay, stuff like that that I like. Um, anyways, promising young woman. It's about this woman Cassie who dropped out of med school because her friend forgot her name was raped and then she committed suicide later out of like shame and guilt i guess and anyway so she what she does is she gets really drunk and she pretends she's really drunk sorry at bars and she picks up guys who are sleazy and want to you know take her and take advantage of her and then she's like oh but i'm not actually drunk haha i played you disgusting pigs which they are and then you know she just I thought from the trailer, I thought she murders them, but no, she just tells them not to rape and then she leaves, um, which I thought was a bit anticlimactic, but whatever. I think she has a big, strong man that waits outside and they beat her up, beat them up, I think. I don't know. But anyways, um, well, what are your thoughts about this movie? Okay. Uh, where do I start? Like... Guillermo, do you want to go before me? I mean, yeah, sure. Like, some pe- I was genuinely shocked, like, shocked of how much I actually enjoyed the film. I remember Same. seeing the trailer for it uh, when I saw Uncut Gems in December 2019 in theaters. I saw the trailer, and I was like, what? What is this movie? And I was just not interested in seeing it at all. I thought it would, like, it would not be, like, my kind of film. Like, what is this? Should I care about this movie? Oh, whatever. And, I, like, it lo- I didn't even have any interest or seeing it and then i hear it's like fantastic and like okay i'll check it out and i saw it and i had a blast watching it it was just so good in my opinion like like yeah it's, it starts off good and then ends like i like i gem you i know that you do not like the ending but i think the ending is just so so fun to watch i just enjoyed it so yeah. much well, i love the ending I- so much it's not that I don't love the it's ending. It's hell. that I adamantly I hate it. the ending. I think it is <laughs> one of the worst endings to a film it's, I've ever seen in my fucking life. I that's just a hyperbole. I don't agree is, with that. I've I'm not it. joking. It turned into an episode of fucking Looney Tunes at the end. I'm like, that's why it's great. This? Come on. Why? Why would you change the tone of your film at the end? <laughs> your third act. It has like the best setup. It's like the most fucking awesome third act in the life, in your life you've ever seen in your fucking life. And then they yeah. just like go, "Hey, you guys who want to see this shit, all right? Um, so you know about this rape victim character? No, oh spoilers, 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 spoilers. She's gonna get smothered, which I had no problem. Like in theory, killing the character that's completely fine. She can die. I, I couldn't give a shit. I mean, as long as it pays off." <laughs> She's getting smothered to death, and then he's like, yeah, die, why are you moving? I'm like, what's this fucking garbo? And then she's like, okay, she's dead, and then he's crying like a two-year-old baby. I killed the prostitute! I killed the prostitute! And his friend's like, oh, fuck, what did you say, man? What did you say? Oh, you killed the prostitute? Oh, let's go burn her. And then they burn Cassie's body, and it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny saying this and then she's she's dead and she's buried and they think oh there's no hope you know it's gonna say something about how you know like and then 
pretty much what what it is is that it's like the a police investigator. The, the, she lives with her parents, and they're worried about how uh, she's gone missing or whatever. Like behind her, which made me think: Did you, did she want to die there? Yeah. Why would she? Leave I think she did. All of these clues behind, and I'm like, since so she wanted to get killed, and so that he would like get incarcerated forever, I guess. But also, he's a rich white like kind of young guy in America. So I'm like, the guy's gonna get like, oh, but I'm such a good guy. I didn't mean to. She was gonna, she was attacking me, and so I did that. And but then he says, yeah, you burnt the body, yeah, because I was scared. Uh, da, 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 da. He gets five years, one year after parole reading. You know, whatever the fuck happens. I'm like, it just this is like the most. And then she left like a film, but she, I think she, Cassie said one time she went to the police and they they didn't believe her about the murder, like the like the rape. So I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck would she now suddenly trust the police at the end of the film? To solve the problem, what a great girl boss moment! How she let the white male police officers solve the problem. It's such a shitty ending. I cannot believe that that got fucking approved. And like Carrie Mulligan was like knocking it out of the park. She had those like she had that crazy badass monologue, and she's like about to cut that guy's dick off or whatever. I just think that's like that's pretty awesome. And then in the original ending, that was actually what happened, but. I think she's like, no, I'll make it shit now and I'll just do that. But I mean, like, cutting the dick off is I'm like, cutting her name. I think she realized I was a bit too cartoony and, like, a bit too, like, like even more cartoony. I thought she was just shit. cutting the name. No, she wanted to cut his dick off, too, like what she said later, you know? You know, like, earlier when she said the guy with the scissors who cuts off the dicks or whatever. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. But anyway, yeah. Mission like, failed successfully. Yeah, mission failed. <laughs> and she, she died and she let... I think the most crazy, like, convenient, like, thing is that she left her, like, what what the fuck? She left her half of her necklace, like, underneath the the cashier or whatever at, at like, the barista store or whatever, where she works at. Not, not a barista store, oh my god, at the coffee shop she works at. The like, barista store. Shut up. And then I was looking like, <laughs> you just left that behind there? And then... Fucking, what is the garbage with Alfred Molina? Oh, I defended, I defended rapists and now I feel really bad. I'm so sorry. And then she's got this big, strong man waiting outside who I guess was going to, like, beat him up or, like, kill him. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> that guy is never explained. I, I don't know what the So, so Jim, what do you have? What's your question, like, in specific? So, like, what do you mean? I'm like, give me like, what, the Alfred Merlina thing. Like, what do you want me to Why do? is that fucking in the film? And then at the end, he, he, he gives she, he gives her the, the phone, right? That, like, has, uh, that has the video, which I thought was really stupid. Why does this woman have a video of, like, some girls getting raped that was in college that happened 10 years ago? Still on her phone. Like, why does she still have that video? You know, like, wouldn't you get that? She explained it in the movie. What do you mean? Did she? What did she say? I don't remember. She said, "I have this. I have this old phone to keep old photos on here, and it's still on there." She left the video of someone getting raped on her phone. I mean, it was an old phone. What do you like? Why would it it makes sense? Not really. She she kept the old phone to keep the photos. Wasn't on she it. afraid that someone was going to go on her phone and see a video of someone getting raped on it? Well, she doesn't seem like the smartest person, Jim. Well, listen to her in the fucking she was a, dinner she was, conversation. She or went. Whatever. She went to med school. Why not? I mean, this is just. It, she it, was it. asking for it. She <laughs> she was drunk. She has a reputation of being drunk. So, oh. what do you think is going to happen, huh? 
Yeah. And he's like, and then, I'm glad to see you haven't changed. <laughs> then fucking shit happens. Yeah. Whatever. You know, but like, I still enjoyed like the good parts of the film. You know. Did you not hear? Her? She said she like she said she used to laugh at the at the video of the girl getting raped. Like that's fucked up. So video of girls getting raped. Like it's a bit too. It's a bit too cartoony, don't you think? Like, no one fucking laughs at a video of someone getting raped. Like, no woman, especially. You know, maybe, like, some drunk guys. Yeah, maybe, sure. But, like, you know, like, it doesn't really I, it, make it was pretty clear that she sense to me. had something. I don't, I don't get it, to be honest. Anyway, uh, other people talk other than me and, you know, just do whatever you want. You know? The reason why I she mean, didn't want the guy go in and like beat him up i think here gear let you go after i say this but like you could tell he was already tortured from the thing like psychologically like he literally looked crazy like wasn't he like wasn't he like, he he like in front uh of him, right? like not employed like at like, the moment exactly yes yeah. i was about yeah, to say he like yeah. no but you could tell he was like crazy like yeah. you could tell like and then he like what did he say get like fired from his job or what was the deal with that like he was like on leave or something i don't know what was he traumatized about? Just that one specific case that happened? Oh, I think ago? it was just like his history of uh, like defending all these people. You but know? Like, does she, but does he like, he's a lawyer and like, yeah. he doesn't know that. He, why would he remember? Like, the, the, that guy must have gotten fucking hundreds and hundreds of cases. You know, maybe he was defending a murder victim, sure. But like, you know, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how many women actually committed suicide after the, you know, the rape victim and stuff like that. Maybe that would have stuck with him a bit more. But I'm, yeah, exactly. The, I, I kind of feel that, like it doesn't really, you know, I want to say one more thing. The fact that Cassie thinks that the police will do justice at the end is, I think, the biggest flaw in the film. And I think is like completely brain dead. Like I, I think there's no like reason for that. Okay, I think that this isn't so much a revenge movie as it is her seeking justice for all these people. Like that's why she's going around yeah, all these people exactly. that like wronged her. And I think it works like pretty well because I mean, whether you like like it or not, she like the video of him raping the girl is still out there in if not getting prosecuted for killing Cassie, they'll get prosecuted for raping the girl. Like both things, like that's not gonna look well for you in court. Like even if you are rich, then I still, I still think With like good it's still gonna ruin community. his life. Yeah, I'll ruin his life, sure. But like, you know, he's not gonna, like Cassie wants this guy to rot in jail or whatever, you know? But like- I mean, he killed someone and he raped someone. Worst people- It's worst pretty- People have survived from this shit, you know? It doesn't really like, but like you're looking at this, but you're looking at it in like such a pessimistic, like nihilistic way. But it's like well, obvious I, that it's obvious to, the point that was it was her to kill. To I mean, sorry, to ruin their life. And also, uh, speaking of Bo Burnham's character, what the fuck is his name? Oh, that uh, uh, Ryan. Ryan. I remember it was Ryan. yeah. It ruined. It definitely ruined his life as well. I don't remember a single like character who is like an actual good guy named Ryan in the film. I, I, can, can you think of one? Like, there aren't many. Like, every Ryan. One of the Ryans ever. And, like, he's like a douchebag. Like, in The Office, Ryan is like the, is the douchebag guy. I, I couldn't stand Bo Burnham. No, in the best young woman. Oh, I just didn't my want him. God. I liked him in the, the beginning. Movie. No, the whole movie, I was like, I don't, I don't like this guy. <laughs> I don't like this guy. The way he spoke, 
I'm I mean, I like Bo Burnham in general, so I like him for I'm the majority like of the movie. I'm not like a big, big yeah, big, big Bo Burnham person. Not a big Bo Burnham person, but like, I just didn't like his personality at all in the, throughout the whole movie. And then, yeah, well, I mean, I, I could predict. At, I at could the tell end of what happened, I was just so happy because I just did not like Bo Burnham's yeah. character the whole movie. It was like, damn, this is well deserved, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another thing I thought uh, this movie did really well was um. Like you could t- like the only person who felt remorse for their actions was um, Alfred Molina's character. The rest of them were just like they didn't change. They were just like, "Oh, I I didn't do anything wrong. We were just kids." Um, I, they're yeah, asking I, for I, it. Oh I don't God. remember this. Yeah. Like you could just tell. Like like if you don't believe in like rape culture before this movie, I think if you watch this movie, you'll change your mind because it's clear. Mm-hmm. Like you see these things in real life. And then whenever you see them come all together in this one movie, I think it leaves an impact on like what this, like I think it tells its message really well. And um, it, I just, I don't know. I, Sorry, scary. I didn't hear what you just said. Can you repeat it quickly? Uh, I, I just said like, you notice how uh, every character didn't feel any remorse for their actions. They're like, we're just kids, you know? Uh, like they were asking for it. I don't remember this. Like, what am I? What was I supposed to do? Like, nobody like feels remorse for the actions. No one apologizes yeah. except for Alpha Molina. He was the only character yeah. that had some sort of uh, regret, remorse, uh, which I thought was really like. And if I you don't, like, which I, like I the first two parts of the film, like just the ending, I just just, mm-hmm. just, just it left such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, like uh, like if you don't believe in rape culture before this movie, uh, you should you probably will at least see another side of it and i think that's really important like it it's a lot of like poetic justice against yeah. like and like i, I like it's i, I didn't feel like it was pushing an agenda oh my God. yeah I, I didn't feel like it was a pushing an agenda to that much really i, I just thought no, it was so like either. a really good representation of like what's actually happening in the world and like and like it's not unrealistic like people do say these things they they think these things and like all this attributes to you know, like, you know, like leaving victims innocent until proven guilty. Uh, I think it's great. Um, Guillermo, uh, me and Jim have talked to over most of it. Uh, Guillermo, do you want to like, say Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, great, great. I mean, it's kind of like the opposite of the hunt, you know, like he was accused of like raping. <laughs> <laughs> the anti the hunt. Sorry. Look, on, honestly, the, like, uh, I, I did not know what what to expect when I went in and going to when I went in like going to some I was expecting like a a, rev, a whole revenge movie but not, then like after like the first few you know like I think after like the McLovin guy after after whatever his name was in the film I was like oh, now nah, yeah. this, is, this is more of a justice film and I like that I, I didn't I didn't yeah. like the idea of a of a revenge film with this topic but like a justice film makes a lot more sense I was like oh, okay now this film is winning me over. Like once, mm-hmm. Graham, when you brought that up, I, I felt like exactly how you felt about yeah, how right what, what was what was going on, and yeah. uh, I think I, I think because of the ending, I think I remember giving like adoring the film like the first time, but then when I saw it again, I, like I liked it a little bit less, but like I right. still love the film. I still love the film. It's I think mm-hmm. this is a film that is definitely. Uh, watch multiple times you have to we have to see it multiple times you can't just see it once yeah i feel like you, i disagree like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's 
multiple times. You like you feel like you you've seen enough from once seeing it once. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I just personally me. recommend seeing this more than one time. Like, I feel like maybe you, like your true honest opinion about the film will come like with the second viewing. I don't know. Maybe I, I it's just a suggestion. You don't have to do it, but like, I, you just I, didn't I really get it, like Jim. Sorry, I just <laughs> you have to watch it a second time in order to understand the movie. What's that face? The line. Your opinion's not valid. Your opinion's not valid. Just valid. shut the fuck up. <laughs> need to watch it 42, th- 42 times to write a 30,000 word thesis about oh that. Oh my gosh. Man, and then I'll understand it. Uh, but uh, I was trying to think of some things. Um, I thought it, like all the scenes flowed well, really, like really well together. Like the opening scene was incredible. That, I mean, that yeah. was just a good, like, tone setter. That was just set the tone really well, and you're just like... And it slowly... I love how it gives you the exposition without, like, telling... Like, over the course of the movie, you learn more and more and more, like, just about, like, just kind of, like, the setup. Like, it never, like, tells you anything. It just kind of, like... It just slowly, like, reveals every little detail that kind of happened with the whole situation. I thought I really liked that, and, you know, obviously the colors are really interesting and all that. Well, like the reason I'd call this film like overrated is because like I, if you look at the poster, the first quote on it is like it's a game-changing masterpiece, and I'm thinking like it's really not. I I I, I, I agree honestly, with you, Jim. Yeah, it's not game-changing, I, I, but I, it is something like no, worth definitely worth watching. Anyway, no, it's not game-changing. This is the front. No, this is currently the front runner to win best screenplay at the Oscars. And I just, yeah, I, I think it'll win. What? I think it will. see that. I like, that's, see that's, that's, a, that's an Academy so move. Dumb. The Academy it's, would. The Academy would, but it's so dumb. And then, like, uh, Carrie Wait, Bowie, what would be better? Hold up. Mank. I don't know. Mank had a great screenplay. I, I, uh, I'd rather Mank win. Or, but, oh, Charlie Kaufman is uh, Charlie that's adapted. adapted, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, the he front runner for original <laughs> Not like the front win, for. For original screenplay, I'm pretty sure are Promising Young Woman, Mank, Minari, for sure, I think. Minari should probably win, and I haven't seen it. I think, uh... <laughs> I haven't seen it. Judas and the Black Messiah is getting some buzz for original screenplay. But it's not out yet, but who, who knows? I think... I think another round should probably win. But yeah, I agree. I think another round should win. Well, like I feel like that movie's just gonna get so snubbed, and I'm gonna get pissed no, off. No, the, no, the, no, Academy, no. the Academy will snub, uh... For everything, oh, of course. Um, but it'll win. Man, I think inter- international. I think nominations. Oh, it will win. Uh, oh, there's yeah. nothing to compete with. Yeah. Like it, it also another Academy move is giving uh, something like Charles Chicago Seven best original screenplay. It's, it's going to. I think. Uh, you know that's forgot. That's it's either that, that or Promising that might win. Will win. Yeah, yeah, it's either those two. Yeah, yeah, it's either that or Promising Woman will win. And, and Charles the Chicago Seven is the front runner to win Best Picture right now too. Yes, um, that yeah. and wait, no, uh, it's not. That's not is. true. It's Nomadland. No, no, Nomadland is Nomadland is second. Nomadland is, is second. Mank or Marini. I have not seen third. a single thing with Trial of the Shadow Seven at one. I have. It's getting a lot of buzz for best. It's person, always it's Nomadland and like. I do not, want it, oh, I do not for, want it to win. That's, that's for the critic societies. They like do not matter. 
They're the Critics Society Awards. Yeah, the Trial of Chicago 7 fucking would like, win. That's fucking Green Book. That is fucking Green Book, dude. It is dude. Green Book. Of course yeah. it is. No, Midland would be cool green. to win this picture. Like, uh, it uh, deserves no, a best picture win, I think. No, like, I'd be so surprised if Nomadland won best picture. I'd love I think I'm saving Nomadland for the theater, honestly. Yeah, do it. When is that because it's about to come I, out I, anyway. So. It's been forever since February, I've seen it. But, like, February, okay. Damn, I gotta see it again. It's been out for, like, a month. It showed for, like, a month here, and now it stopped showing. Just pretty sad, and then it's coming back in March, I think, for everyone to see. So, uh, yeah. also, and it's going to be on. They're releasing it on Hulu now. That's that's some news. Wait, really? No, on Hulu. Like internationally yeah, or um, like? Yeah. No, no, in America. In oh really? February, I think something like that. I didn't. I don't know this. No, yeah. I did not know I this. The, also, the, the the Five Bloods is also getting some buzz again. Like it, it, there was no buzz for it. Like, uh. like after it came out, people thought like didn't like it. The Five Bloods is not getting any buzz, but now it's just getting more attention again. I think I don't know who knows. Uh, it, it probably, like it, you would think it would get best director or something, right? And like what, the Five Bloods, Boseman and yeah, yeah, and Chadwick Boseman will probably like win best. Support he, he will win like support. He will, no, he will win actor. He's He'll actor for um. He was great Ma in Ma Rainey's. He was amazing. I think he, he won't win supporting probably. actor. No way. He was so brief. They're, they're, gonna, Five they're gonna nominate him. He's been nominated. Yeah, they, like, they are, but he will not win. He was like gonna, five minutes of the film, and they're gonna nominate. They're gonna him. give it to like, I think Stasha from supporting actor. Yeah, yeah. I think either no, him. Please, God, no. Him oh, or What's he gonna, he's gonna win. He's gonna win. Daniel for Judas is getting some buzz as well. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Him, but like, is Sasha Baron Cohen really gonna win Best Supporting Actor for dressing up as a judge in a court? Like, what the fuck is wrong? And doing stand up? Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. He was not a judge, was he? Yes, he did. When he went into court, he dressed up as a judge as like a joke. Do you remember? I do not. Oh, I went to the bathroom during that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I was with my friends. We screened it at this uh, in a building. For at an NYU Stern building, and I went to the bathroom during that scene. They said I missed That's it. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd honestly rather Bill Murray wins Best Actor than than Sasha Baron Cohen. Honestly, <laughs> like, I don't think Bill Murray was that great, but like in On the Rocks, but you know, Robert Pattinson for The Devil of the Time. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I still haven't seen that. <laughs> for the lord in your mind your heart his voice dude how does trial of the chicago 7 have a 3.7 average what the that, that shocks me because a lot of people like, liked green book <laughs> yeah like i, I like try like less and less the more i think about it like i think i, I yeah. gave it a three when i saw it i gave it a two and a half now it's a two and a half for me i just don't think it's anything mm -hmm. spe special it, felt, it was just so boring to me I Nothing give it a two and a half. impressed me, but like I like the the acting was Nothing great. Nothing was impressive. Yeah, the I mean, was great. it was fine. It was good. Like Sorry writing was fine. It, it just didn't blow me away at all. Directing it didn't was do not anything. Good. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. the directing. Dog in the background. Aaron Sorkin needs to make me a sandwich because I watched that movie. Dude, honestly. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin. He, will he be nominated for best director? Probably. He probably will. Dude, if he, he, probably if he will. gets nominated for best director, that just says everything about what the Oscars is. Embarrassing. Honestly. I hope Chloe, Z Chloe Zhao will probably win, right? Chloe I'm Zhao sure. will win. Yeah. Fucking Paul Blart Malkoff has better directing than fucking <laughs> Chloe Zhao Christ. will win. Maybe David Fincher. <laughs> That's my prediction. That would be cool. I think Fincher, Fincher should win. 
Fincher would be cool. That'd be cool. He he kind of deserves it. And then Mank, I think I think Mank out of all the films I've seen. And, and they're gonna need, like, they're gonna nominate Emerald for Wiles movie. They're gonna do that. No, I mean I think Thomas Vinterberg. Thomas Vinterberg should. What would why would you nominate Emerald? I mean, for? What, I mean, think about do? it. Think about it. Last year, no flavor to that film. Think about it. Last year, there were no female nominees. They're gonna have to do yeah, it. They're gonna have to like, make up for Celine it. Celine Sciamma. They didn't nominate Celine Sciamma and Almodovar. Like they should like take get fucking Sam Mendes out of there for directing a one shot. Are you serious? Just get him. No, he did. I think he did a nomination. Almodovar, and then get Celine Sciamma and get rid of no. Remove Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips. Remove Todd, Todd Phillips. Phillips. Not out of there. Not Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes can stay. Who else would get it? so Sam Mendes and who else was nominated that year? Uh, oh, Scorsese gets nominated all the time. Get him out. Scorsese, Tarantino. Tarantino, I think, is well, valid. I think that's no, Tarantino like his, I think that's his best directed film, in my opinion. Is Me too. I think. There's so much about that that's like so great. Like directing And Glorious Bastards, though. No, but if he won a best director not Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think that'd be amazing. Like that would like that would that's his movie that he should have. But Bong though. Oh wait, it, we should probably move to Lahaine, right? And like we we talk too much. Yeah. Uh, of course, Bong should have Bong won, and that, that's deserving. But I'm saying if Tarantino won, it's like, okay. This is the movie he wins best director for. That kind of makes sense. That's what I, that's what I was saying. I wasn't saying that he's better than Bong because I disagree. I think Bong like deserved that like 100. percent But anyways, um, Lahaine is our first actual recommendation. Sorry for going off of that promising young woman for too long. Um. It's about people in France and this police brutality and they're really fucked off and walking around the streets of France and they're French and it's a monochrome. It's really cool. Yep. Uh, who wants to start? Uh, I can start it off if you guys want. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought Lahaine was pretty great. I, th- I feel like I'll, I'll like it even more upon rewatch. But right as of now, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I, I, I love uh, how the movie feels pretty relevant, to be honest. Like for oh it, yeah, it's so relevant. It was made. Relevant. It, it was made in ninety five. Ninety five, twenty six years ago, which is which is, well, there was a lot of police brutality at the time. But like people can see this today, I'm like, wow, this is like, damn, this could have been made in like twenty twenty, and it wouldn't be that much different. And also something that I really loved about Lahaine is that like it depicts a side of like uh, of Paris that we just never see on film. Like Paris always shows uh, in film, they always showed like the glamour and like everything beautiful, yeah. about all the restaurants and stuff. But like the, not you know, show like I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Not Melville, not Melville. <laughs> but like I. You know, you know what I mean, like in like main, mainstream. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, mainstream like Ratatouille. Paris, kind of like Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah, Ratatouille. Well, masterpiece. They don't. That's just like it shows like what it, what uh what movies always show about France, and like Lahaine. They show like the life about these three thugs that we just I never I would never expect to watch a movie about thugs in France, and, and like hearing French rap was nothing I ever imagined hearing, which was really interesting to me. It fascinated me, to be honest. I've and before. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty the, awesome. the monochrome look of the movie is just fantastic. And probably my favorite character, I'm going to look his name up. I forgot his name. His name is Vince. Vince was the, awesome. The Jewish one. Yeah. yeah. He, he's the guy with the, with, the, with the shaved head. Him? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my favorite. Yeah, I love the Travis Bigel callback in like the beginning yeah. with in the mirror. I love that yeah. so much. Um, what else? What That's else? That's the most iconic scene in the film. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I, and the editing was amazing. Damn. Okay, I gave it. All, okay, I'm gonna change my score right now. The more I think about it, I'm changing my score right now. No. <laughs> I, I love this I movie. <laughs> I'm gonna change it. It's okay, I'm changing it right now. Really, I think it's a really good film and yeah. it's extremely relevant because you know. What yeah, they, yeah. What the, did you hear the proposal in France? The French government is saying they want to, like, make it illegal for you to ban. It, they're gonna sorry that makes no sense the french it government was. is proposing a plan to make it illegal to film police officers for their own protection which stops like police brutality from ever getting out because they'll never be able to film and they'll only be like, oh. from, and the police brutality in france is so bad it's like it's disgusting and like that's like a proposal that the, the french government's actually like thinking about doing it's like insane oh jeez yeah. what a world we yeah. live in a society huh <laughs> oh, I, I was uh i was talking about, oh i was talking about the editing the editing is fantastic i love how it goes to like the gunshots the bangs like the with the finger with the finger guns it just goes to an actual bang and like the way stuff is framed like that one like side like should we see like half of uh vince's face and we see like like a something going oh, on in the background. Like in the I background. love that shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic shot. And w- what else happened that I really liked? Oh my god, there were some fantastic edits. I love the, the the, the shot when they're on the building, and it's like that dolly zoom. That was just a great shot. Mm-hmm. I just, oh I yeah, just that was fantastic. I was like, damn, that was that's a sick shot. <laughs> which, which shot? The like the dolly which zoom shot. shot remember? When they're on the building, oh, when, and, the, and like the, the yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the gods are and also like, the, the and also yeah, the yeah. acting, like, come on, the acting was just, I love like the bickering and like the arguments the characters have with each other, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the dialogue, and, and, the banter, the dialogue was so entertaining. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, it'll, the guy it'll, who plays Vince, yeah, the guy who plays Vince is also in Black Swan. He's like the teacher. So I, I, not seen Black, I have cool. to see Black Swan. Still, it's you guys haven't seen it. I have oh my not God. seen it, dude. That no. movie's a masterpiece. Holy, it's God. the it's the most popular film on my watch list still to this day. It's so no, dude. You have no idea how good it is, especially like the last like thirty to forty minutes. That's like the yeah, it's like the best third act ever in a movie. You gotta watch it, dude. I'm I'm gonna go on an Aronofsky marathon. I'm gonna watch what Requiem yeah, for a Dream. So good. I'm gonna watch Black Swan and Mother. Oh, Re- yeah, Requiem. Uh, so apparently, good. the most uh, popular film on my watch list that I haven't seen yet is Arrival, so I gotta see that. Mm. Minus Call Me good. by Your Name. Ooh, Quite Quite also good. really good. Sorry, I was misspoken. It's Suicide Squad, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a must watch. <laughs> must watch. Uh, the Queen's Gambit. What's that? Oh, oh, it's the show. Okay, never mind. I just went off a tangent. I'm just looking at my letterbox watch list. I'm like, what did I, what did I have? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so with Lahane. I thought it was just great how they like actually like look into these like characters living in like the projects and stuff and like the ghetto and like how like they're honestly like just kind of hypocrites because they don't really they don't really have a lot of respect for it. like you you can kind of tell like they like they say some like uh what was it like he calls um Hubert like the n-word and like they just yeah, kind of yeah, have yeah. a lot of 
maybe it's like the how desensitized they are, but they also seem like hypocritical, like how much they insult the place, but they they themselves like aren't that, you know, great either. That's just kind of like how like what like system they've been raised in, you know, just kind of how fucked up it is, and like it's uh they talk about how um like with the looting and stuff how like they burned down his gym and like that guy that one guy's car like that's like all he had you know he needed that car and like they just kind of shake it off because he's like oh well because they think it's just helping everything but really you're just making the place you live in just even shittier you know <laughs> so i thought that was really interesting like how like they're kind of hypocrites like they they want to everything to get better but they end up just making it like worse for the people that actually need uh the thing like the people like they just kind of like are incidentally like affecting their livelihoods but um you know like in the same way it's like they're trying to yeah you know if you know what i'm trying to say but i thought that was really interesting and i think the whole movie is just absolutely fantastic the cinematography is like great the editing is great i think uh camera already talked about that and i thought i thought it was fantastic yeah yeah i, I agree Mm-hmm. Jim, did you give it a rating? I, I I don't remember if you if you give it a rating. No, no, I, don't I, I don't I don't rate podcast movies before. I want to keep it a surprise. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, I want to be suspenseful. Yeah. Okay. Did you like the film, Anyways, or did you? Let's, hate let's it? rate it. <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I just was surprised by how relevant it was. That just like really struck me. And then mm-hmm. I, like, you know, I just like did some thinking about it, and I just think the ending is fantastic and really, really. Oh, really, the ending is really sad. Oh my I think god! Awful. Oh, the ending, yeah. Oh, that awesome. hit hard. Especially like, I mean, watching those characters for like a day in their lives and like seeing that shit. I mean, the scene I think yeah. one of the best scenes in the film is when they find out the guy died who was in a coma, and like. Mm-hmm. They just like, oh, wake he, like up goes up. He wants to go shoot the and cop. He goes and out stuff. and he thinks he's shooting a cop, and like he just like pretends it. I just think that scene's fucking amazing. I, I, I remember yeah, that, that scene's incredible. Stuck with me. That was that was. Yeah, crazy. I kind of like forgot. Like there are parts of the movie I'm like, oh wait, this is in one day, and I just kind of like forgot that. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. this is crazy. The reason I have I've been pretty silent about this is because like I really have nothing to complain about. I just like I just yeah, me too. I, just, I don't I think like, there's like anything wrong with it. Uh, yeah, like ser- seriously, it, it, I think this is like one of my favorite like films I've seen. I really, really like it. Really, really like it. Yeah. I think yeah. the reason I, I didn't give it a five. It's kind of like. No, well, you can go. You can go, Jim. Sorry. Yeah, I was kind of saying like how it's kind of in that mommy kind of feel for me, which is like a film I really, really, <laughs> really, really, really love, but I just can't feel like giving a ten because I don't know why. It's just like something like above me that's just like. You just need to grow on you, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, the same way. I like. I really love Mommy. Like that's my favorite. Like mm. four and a half film I have. That's almost a five star. Is Mommy, and then I think this will probably join it. And I just like. I really want to give it a five, but like you also don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I would give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaning towards like a nine, like almost a ten. Is pretty much what I yeah. give it. Like, I, yeah. I really want to give it a ten, but I just don't know. Like, I think it just needs to lean on, like, 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 like. I need to sit on it for a bit longer, and then I'll, 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 I'll raise it up or I'll leave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But I think the opening credits as well is fantastic. Like they show like 
Um, oh yeah, like, that was you great. can mow us down. What do we have? We've got rocks or whatever the fuck he's saying. I, I just think it's like a Jesus Christ. And then like the there's, there's so many good shots and the, I we already I already talked about it with uh, Guillermo the Travis Bickle homage at the start. You know, it's pretty yeah, it's great. Um, there's an amazing shot which they use as the backdrop on Letterboxd of um when he first gets the gun and they're all in the shadow and yes, I love that shot. Such a cool shot. Yes, yeah. so good. So good. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I, I talked about this before the podcast with you guys, but for the people listening now, <laughs> that when they cut to France, I think it's that first introduction of Vince, no Vince, sorry, is that his name? Vince, Vince? Yeah, and he's dancing, to, he's dancing to the Jewish music. Oh my God, I just, mm-hmm. I died of laughter. That's the perfect introduction to the character. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it was so And it's like, this, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I forgot the name. I know what the name. Wait, was. What happened? Sorry, I, it cut out for me. I was saying that um, when they when he when they cut out at the start, the first introduction to Vince when he's dancing to Jewish music, uh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, when he's like dancing like that with his yeah. legs, like. <laughs> I love so that. Funny. No, yeah. James, you, like you got to use that like as like a like a as a gif or something. You got to use that. It's a fantastic. It. It's, it's so good. Huge. Yeah, I, oh my god, I love that. Okay, I kind of love this movie now. The more I think about it, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, I was gonna say earlier that like the reason why I didn't give this like a ten or anything yeah, like that, right. I gave, I gave it. Uh, oh wait, I'll get to my score later. Hold on. Yeah. Whatever. But I I didn't give it a ten because like I I kind of wanted like a like a bit more like twists and turns in the plot. Like, I kind of wanted that, but like yeah. I, that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's but, true. Like, I, I kind of there I, wasn't I was okay much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was, wasn't much going on, like plot-wise. It was kind of just like a hangout. Yeah, movie. it was a hangout movie. But like, hey, but like a lot of I love hangout movies, like Days and Confuses, yeah. like my tenth favorite movie of all time. This is like the French do the right thing is what it is. Pretty much is exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually agree with you there. Yeah, this is yeah. like I haven't I haven't seen Do the Right Thing. Yeah, it's oh, dude, gotta see that. That's like in my top twenty. It's it's just fucking around. It's so good. It's and also like. But like so, something like do the right thing. Now that has like twists and turns. That one does have twists yeah. and turns. Like, like, like I think do the right thing I, is a much better film. And that's the ten. That's kind of like, and I kind of think it. The only reason I'm not really giving it a ten is because I think it kind of. I think this is obviously super inspired by do the right thing, and I think it kind of like. Yes, it, it came out like I mean, six years after. Like the, yeah, the, the boombox. It definitely. Yeah, yeah, it kind of felt like they're just doing the Samuel Samuel L. Jackson thing, you know, where he's at the top. Yeah, top, Mr. Beyond. Top. What's, what's his name? Oh, Mr. Young Daddy? What's his name? Mr. You need chill. Yeah. I, I forgot his character's name. It's been forever since yeah. I've seen it. His I, name I, is I, Mr. Same. Love Maybe Daddy or something. Ages ago since I saw it. And then also, and I watched it while eating pizza, which is a coincidence. Oh. And it was, and the movie's about like a pizzeria. And I'm like, oh my God, what a coincidence. Oh, I was eating pizza. That's I actually have the Criterion. Here. Should I watch it tonight? It was yeah. like one yeah, of the yeah, first yeah. Criterions I bought. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, yeah, you sure. should order a pizza and watch it. I recommend that. It re- that's made me love it so much more. Really? <laughs> Food. Actually. Yeah, maybe I should. I think everything's closed though. Though now, like it's like eleven o'clock. Yeah. Do you guys eat when you watch films? Like I can't. Yeah, yes, I do. I love doing that. Um, I love eating. I'm I'm the only one food. who I know that doesn't eat while watching films. Like everyone. Bruh, one of the bruh ever. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> like sometimes I have popcorn and stuff, and yeah, like when I'm in a theater or whatever. But like. I don't really like have like a five course meal while I'm watching the samurai. 
Oh, I mean, Guillermo, I have, I have some frozen pizza. I mean, why not heat that up, I guess? I there you go. There you go. I'm Italian, so I'm Italian. There's no frozen pizza in our house. Excuse you. What? Disgusting. You're Italian and you're Jewish? Yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, my mom was Italian. She converted Judaism. So, you yeah. know. Nice. That's how, that, that's how that works. I wish I was something cool. I'm just fucking normal and bland and... Guillermo, you're like Mexican no, you and in, stuff. I'm just, America, I, I'm a hundred percent Mexican. Exactly. I'm just a normal. No, it's I'm kind just, of scary that I'm like one hundred percent Mexican. I'm not yeah. a mix of anything. Are you really one hundred percent Mexican? Yes, I'm not like you look. You don't look like hundred percent Mexican. No, because I'm from yeah. like Mexico City. Like Mexico City uh, people right. are like the whitest Mexicans ever. Yeah. Uh, like, the, yeah, cool. like like Roma, for example. Like, like the kids. That's Mexico yeah. City. The, the kids look really white. <laughs> exactly so like alfonso Cuaron is really white like and also like guillermo del toro looks it looks really white he's yeah he's, white, he's pretty white where, where, where my cousins are from so yeah <laughs> a lot of mexicans look, look white to be honest yeah a lot of them yeah yeah but they have the coolest uh, accents out of anyone in the like any any i think a mexican accent is the coolest accent. There is not. There's not even like an accent. That's I, I had a thick Mexican cool. accent as a little a kid accent. when I moved. I can't. I can't kid. imagine you having a Mexican accent. Why did like you a, lose me? it, Kimro? You should have kept. Yeah. It. Well, well, I lived in the United States for how many years? Fourteen years now. Like it would go away eventually. Like come on. <laughs> and also, like being around people, the way people talk, like it would. It's bound to change. Like I had an oh, accent from like kindergarten yeah. to fourth grade, third grade. You don't have like a. You don't really have like a thick American accent, though. You kind of like. No, no, no. And also, when I speak Spanish, I, I kind of sound the same, to be honest. I think. Yeah. At least really? I think I do. I, it's like I, I used Spanish. to. Say, um, okay. What do you want me to say? Say stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Say Fight Club is the movie ever. <laughs> Fight Club is una película de todos. Yes, sir. Sound, yeah, you sound pretty much. Yeah, you. You sound the same. Yeah, I do. That's okay, because I I used to sound different. Like my voice used to sound higher when I speak Spanish. Everyone I know when they speak a different language sounds different. I mean, yeah. Tamir, who is on the podcast, speaks like fluent Russian, and he sounds, <laughs> he sounds like this. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother has a really like thick Italian accent, so that stays the same kind of throughout everything. But my mother, you know, hey, Jim, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful, Jim. You got no, I, I, I can't do it. Can't do How does she talk? How does she talk? I don't want to. I don't want to imitate her. I'm not gonna do it. I feel too bad. <laughs> All I, right, it's fine. Whenever it's fine. I inti- whenever I imitate her, I always like make fun of her, and I don't want to make fun of my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really sorry. You can listen to her voice in La Luna. She she's in La Luna, my short film. Oh, that's right. That's right. La Luna, great yeah, film. You can you can listen to that. Yeah. Um. Let's. Uh, should we give ratings and move on to? Yes, movies? we can. Yeah. Um, uh, nine out of ten. Yep. Nine point five, like ten out, out of ten. That's what I want. Lahane was an was an eight from my initial reaction, but like after this, after we spoke about this, it's a nine for me now, and it's nice. probably one of my favorites now. Yeah. Cool. Oh, we didn't give ratings for Promising Young Woman. I gave it a six. Sorry, uh, we forgot six for that movie. Anyway, I uh, uh I fucking yeah, <laughs> I gave it a ten my first viewing, and my second viewing I gave it a nine. <laughs> okay, 
it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I love that movie. <laughs> Grim. Yeah, I said nine out of ten. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, which one are we doing next? Oh, what do we have next? Roma or Handmaiden? Handmaiden. We'll do Handmaiden. Yeah. The maiden that is hand. Uh huh. Funny. Yes. I'm such a comedian. Oh, Jim! I can't wait to hear what you say about the Handmaiden. I want to know what you say. I have nothing to say about the Handmaiden. Wait, (laughs) can we just talk about Roma first, and then we can go Handmaiden? All right, sure, 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 sure. Okay, so I'm aware. It'll be a long, a long time. Guillermo, I can lead this, this one. Guillermo, lead this one. Oh, okay, cool. so okay. some people listening might know that Roma has been my favorite film of all time for the past two years and a few months since it came out. And Roma is like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna speak for a while here. It's been like it's, I'm gonna read my review on Letterbox, like in like paraphrase a little bit. So basically, that movie is just perfect, and like everything about it, I think. It, it's just perfect for me. The movie is like made for me and people like, for, like Mexican people from my parents' generation and maybe a little bit older. And like Alfonso Cuaron is like from born in the sixties. It was a little, it was like young in the seventies. My parents were born in the seventies and they were like, they were like babies when the story of Roma takes place. And something that's amazing is that Roma takes place. Uh, the second half, it starts off in 1970 and then it's a new year. 1971 my my dad was born 1971 in mexico city and my and like la colonia roma which is where like the family lives that's like my my mother used to live around there as like a little girl for for a few years then she moved to like a different area in mexico city but like my mom has a lot of nostalgia for that for roma for la colonia roma and it looks very and i'm familiar with it too because i go to mexico oh not 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 anymore from like 2007 to 2018, that my mom would that had the same kind of bunny doll as uh so that Sophie like and she would say that like she would buy the with her parents and her older siblings the stuffed animals. There would be this guy outside of a supermarket, uh, selling stuffed animals like outside of uh like the like the little pre-K schools, you know, like there would be this guy selling stuff and it it was just she got so much nostalgia for it and even like. Like the smallest little details, like you notice on like, on like the top right uh, of the frame, there'd be like this little thing, like on the wall, this little poster on the wall about like this. It, it said like if you guys noticed, there's this like this poster PRI like everywhere because like there was this president running at the time, and like he like the posters look just like that, and like the whole movie is just mind blowing. But like how like the little aspects that Cuarón noticed as a, as a child that like people probably like forgot about like like 40 years later he just included every little detail possible into the film and, and like like i'm pretty sure there are other movies out there that are like this like for example uh another movie that i think is really similar to roma that i saw earlier in 2020 that i adored it's this chinese film called uh a brighter summer day by edward yang that movie is really similar to roma it's like oh, really, yeah. it's it's, re- it's really slow, and uh, the movie captures like China in the nineteen eighties, and like there's def- I, if I was like uh, probably Chinese born in like the eighties, I would probably be blown away by like the little details that like that Edward Yang included because like I, while watching the film, 
Like there are some shots that last forever. And as you like watch these shots, you just look around the frame. Like, okay, well, what, what am I looking at? What, what, what could be really interesting about the shot? There'd be like this little stuff on the side. Like, oh, maybe this has like a specific meaning. Like, hopefully, a brighter summer day like affects people like the way Roma affects me. To like people from China, you know, and also yeah. maybe like another movie like Days and Confused, people that were like high schoolers in the nineteen seventies. Well, like that movie had a lot of small details that I noticed. That movie's just also that's in my top ten, and that's just fantastic. Yeah, like I, movies I, that like ca- capture t- wait, you can say I haven't seen oh, for sorry, a long time, John. Sorry, you can I speak. Say, you can speak. No, I just want to say uh, something. You can continue. I just want to say, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to to remake Pain and Glory, but just set in Melbourne with like. It looking exactly the same for the last 100 years so <laughs> God, wait for that. oh yeah yeah i just I'm a, I'm a huge i'm a huge sucker for films that are like set in different time periods they have like the smallest little details that you can notice that just blow you away and also like my review my whole review on letterbox which you can which you you guys have seen a lot of people have seen yes, please it's just me the whole thing <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. The I'm whole saying, thing? No, I'm saying to the audience, please read the review. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were talking to me. No. Yeah, yeah the, audience. I mean, you can't. Please read the review. Yeah. It's just me, like, like, expressing, like, every little detail possible in Roma that just connects with my family and I so much. And I didn't even get into the, in the review about, like, the amazing technical aspects it had. It just, oh, my God. So, like, every frame is just mind-blowing. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just remembering various shots in my head that like have been stuck in my head for like for years now. I guess it, two years. It, it, it was your so many shots. It was relatable. <laughs> <laughs> no, as Joker shouldn't be relatable to anyone except for my buddy Eric. You know, my buddy Eric. Yeah, Black yeah. Panther. <laughs> oh, Black Panther! This is my Black Panther. It is. My Black Panther, like, my Black Panther is oh, my most. <laughs> and uh, you guys can imagine how I how, how I reacted when Green Book won Best Picture. Oh you guys can God. you guys can I imagine. imagine. <laughs> I, I think I almost I think I almost cried. I think I was so pissed. Oh my God. That's sad. I feel so bad for you. I mean, I, I, when I, when I saw Green Book, I enjoyed it, and then I just hated it a little bit more just because it won Best Picture. Just out of I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh I, I feel like Roma walked so Parasite can run. Like that's yeah, like sure. you know what I mean, but you yeah. know what? Roma was too black and white in Netflix for them. There's no way they're black. Yeah, was... exactly. Like yeah. they just can't give Netflix. No, they just can't give Netflix a best picture one. Maybe with Trial Chicago Seven, but that's oh not God. the right choice. Imagine. No, I said enough about Roma. It's a it's it'll be my favorite film for years. You guys can speak about whatever you want about it. <laughs> it'll be your favorite film until you rewatch Muppets Most Wanted again, and then you know. Oh yeah, Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, that's my favorite film. Too. Yeah, yeah. You I'm didn't get on the first watch, but maybe, maybe the on the second watch, I'll give it a watch. It demands a rewatch. It demands, yeah, more than promising young woman. Oh yeah, for sure. Promising. Yeah, I mean, Muppets Most Wanted. You have to catch the, you have to catch the small details, like you know, in the to be. Oh my and god, Tamir noticed it. I have to tell you all this stuff. There are anti-Semitic slurs in Russian in the background of the Gulag that we in the background. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. You didn't even notice it. Tamir noticed it in the background of watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> he could speak Russian. Oh my god. It was insane during like the gulag song. They passed back and like at the top of it is um like some anti-Semitic slur or something like that. Sorry. Uh Disney, I'm sure you didn't notice that. It's also some like rogue editors like uh uh sneaked it in. But anyways, um uh 
I really liked Roma. The actually the, the reason I watched Roma was actually because of Guillermo. Like before I actually knew him, I read his letterbox review and I watched it. Is actually the reason. Oh really? I, I did not know yeah. this gem. I did not know this. Yeah. Wait, I wait. Think, when did you watch Roma for the first time? Like 2018. A while, like how long have you been following me? I don't remember. Yeah. For since like, I think I watched it in like July, like a really long time ago, last year. A really long time ago, I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I wrote, remember. I think my like my most popular yeah. review back in like 2018 was my Roma review. It had like 11 likes, which was huge for me at the time. That was like yeah. a lot. <laughs> that was like my my El Real review. Yeah. Like, that happened. I was like, whoa, people actually like this. Oh, yeah. No, I watched. Yeah. That's how I met. Jim. No, I watched. No. Yeah, uh, I, watched I, I had a friend that read yeah. April 2020 or 2019? 2020. 2020. April. Oh, wow. Wow. And then, okay. uh, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Then I'm looking at the comments now. You commented on my review like a bunch of clapping emojis, and I said your review was the reason I watched it. Yeah, in the comment there. Wow, I gotta find your review now. Hold yeah. on, I wanna find it again. I fall. I said no. Way too many one people. of the reasons was how you guys watched the film. Yeah, no, it was the it was the actual reason. But yeah, yeah, that was that was, Gem. That was so good. Anyway, uh, but it was so good. That was such a good film. I, I, oh my god, yes. And I didn't have <laughs> the time to rewatch it, but I did rewatch my favorite scenes like again. But I didn't watch the whole film again. So apologies to the podcasts. I know I should get kicked off. But anyways, um, this is one of the films ever. Uh, the the <laughs> cinematography is so good. I remember crying my ass off at the beach when they're all comforting her. It's just like, oh my god, that was so good. I I remember how much I cried. And then I made the biggest mistake of watching this in my living room TV. Because I didn't realize it'd be nudity, but like the guy comes out and his dick swinging around, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's a fan- fantastic scene. It's a great fantastic scene. scene. It's a great scene. But why did I watch this in the living room? I was like, oh, why did I to like click out? <laughs> and I had to wait for everyone to leave. And I pressed the play again. But um, yeah, th- there's that amazing sequence um where uh they're doing uh the soldiers are training right, and then um. She's standing up on one foot, yes, yes. and she's the only one she can do it. And because everyone has their eyes closed, no one notices how special she is, and she, it's like she can't even notice her own like power and like her own inner confidence. But like, and she thinks everyone else is doing it, but she doesn't realize how powerful she is. I'm like, oh, wait, are you talking about the the, uh, the trainer dude? No, uh, Cleo. Uh, how, how do you say her name? Wait, oh wait, are you talking about like in when when she's in the in her room with her with no, her friend? No, when they're at the wait, what's he talking about? You know when she's standing on one foot with a hand above her head and she's got the and she's yes. doing that. That's what I'm talking about. And everyone has the eyes. Oh, closed, okay. But she's the only one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is her name Cleo? I'm pretty sure it is. But I'm yeah, Cleo, Cleo, yeah. Cleo. Sorry, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Sorry. That's fine. You can you can call it Cleo. It's fine. <laughs> I'm too Australian. And then um yeah, Cleo from five to seven. <laughs> that's that's who yes. That's who she is. Um yeah. Look, I just think it's like such a. I can tell, I like I didn't notice like personally all the small details, but I knew that they were there. Like I got the sense that they were there in the background. Yes, and like, that, I that's really just, that's how tell. I felt during Brighter Summer Day and a bunch of other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like how you felt, Jim. Yeah, I like I knew they were there. Like, and I remember watching it, and like I, I did this not win Best Production Design or did it? Because it, it should. I do not. It should have. Like, I gotta check how many Oscars it won. If it doesn't, I'm just gonna. I'm really mad because the production design here is incredible. Like I think Parasite should have won in 2019, uh, but I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is pretty great too. So like, I can't really like shit on that because like that, like that's literally 60s Hollywood. So it's pretty incredible too. 
But um, yeah, I I think it's a masterpiece to be honest. I I think there's like nothing wrong with Roma. It's my favorite Coron uh, film. I haven't seen them all. Uh, I've only seen Azkaban, um, and Children of Men, and this. And I am autism, obviously. But you know, um, I I'm not going to count that in this filmography because the Kino from Roma kind of forgives I am autism. But anyway, uh, yeah, I I need to see Gravity, and I need to see uh. Um, that's it, right? That all of the other films. What's the other one? Graham, you know what's what's it called? Your mama or something? <laughs> yeah. YouTube that's mama the most watched. Yeah, uh, mama también is perfect. I have I have no interest in watching Gravity. It's kind of like so you know. It's kind of like if Roma. It's kind of like okay. it's kind of like Roma. Oh, fun but fact, like better. fun fact. Um, fun that's, fact. That's basically uh, the movie. Diego Luna's character and um, your mama también. His oh, maid Diego Luna, is the real awesome. Diego Luna. Yeah, Diego Luna, uh, his maid in the movie is the real life Cleo. Oh, really? Yes, That's her name awesome. is uh. Oh is, my god! I think what was her name? I forgot her, the the real person's name. I think it was Nebel. Oh my god! The, the real the real Cleo from Roma is yes. has a cameo and Ito Mama también. Like that's kind of like my dream film to make if I ever become like a successful director and I can make a Roma. I'd love to make a film about my grandmother's life she came to australia with zero dollars in her pocket and like she was an italian like um immigrant after world war ii and just that kind of stuff she's 18 married forced to do there and have to live her life and like build her way up into civilization and, learn yes. and like work for herself oh my god i'd love to make that into a film but like uh the my time is running out i guess so let's hope, <laughs> let's hope it works oh okay before, I, 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 I just found i just found out what won best production design instead of roma and i am pissed you guys want to know black panther black panther what it's all, it was all fucking green, green screen. screen it wasn't that's i mean that's all fair green screen. but like uh, i think oh, people like yeah, expected yeah, that yeah, I mean, oh my god no I mean, no I, that i can't to be honest, though, like what, At least it had what production do you remember design. from the production design of Black Panther? Like, all I remember is the fall, and I'm pretty sure that was CGA, and like his castle. Like, if they gave it to like something like the favorite, or then okay, favorite, okay, oh, sure. Yeah, the favorite. They gave it to the favorite. Yeah, that was great. Favorite I forgot that was the movie. Yeah, El Royale production design. I don't know. You should watch the behind. I the haven't scenes seen it. I love Yorgos so much. Yorgos is my guy. See all the details they put into the hotel. There's such fucking small shit that you notice in the background. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, but uh, um, I, I, it doesn't deserve to win production design over Roma. Like that's like stupid. But like no, yeah. no, 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 no. That just gets me mad. I'm just yeah, looking at what Roma okay, didn't that, win. If it deserved like the win, it, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, who won Best Actress in 2018? Oh no. Uh, what's her name? Olivia Colman. Yeah. That, Olivia Colman. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Deserving. Like, that's deserving. She's great. I loved her in the favorite. She was amazing. Like what? I, I love. I kind of loved the Oscars that year for nominating both Yalitza and Marina, both of them because oh, they, they were they, they weren't nominated anywhere else. Well, anywhere Sophia, else was that her character? Sophia, right? She was her friend. Her, yeah, Senora Sophia and Cleo, yeah, yeah, both I, actresses I were nominated for the Oscars, and they were not nominated yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. I didn't. By the way, I didn't just look that up. I actually remember her name was Sophia, and I remember Cleo. That's. I remember that they were that memorable yeah. characters. I remember them still. Yes, I, I haven't watched yes. since April. I still remember the characters' name. Yeah. Yeah, they, and, they, they and uh, like I just love the Academy for doing that. Like some people, wait, what, what would you say? They nominate the mom. Uh, I forgot her name, but her. Yeah. The mom is Sophia. The mom is Sophia. The, Wait, yeah. Who was the maid? The, her friend. Um, Cleo's her friend? friend. Cleo's friend. Oh, Cleo's friend. I, I forgot her name. 
I was don't she not Sophia or did I get them mixed up? Fuck. No, no, Sophia Sophia is the mom. <laughs> I remembered someone was called Sophia and I just assumed it was her friend. And I remember Sophia is the mom. Sophia is the mom. She yeah, was incredible. The... Oh, she was yeah. incredible. Okay. Sorry, let and me Yalisa... get out my IMDB. So I'm actually saying facts, not being stupid. All right. <laughs> yeah, they were both nominated. I'm sorry. And people were like, I'm sorry. People were like, oh, Oh, Tony Collette was fantastic. She should have been nominated instead of Yelitsa. No. Tony Collette was fantastic, but not over Yelitsa. No. Who, I'm sorry. Who else was nominated? Um, okay, for best actress of that year was Olivia Coleman, who was I'm okay winning. Uh Yelitsa Paradiso. Oh Glenn Close. Wait, I remember I remember Melissa McCarthy. Get her out of there. Oh my her. god, yes. <laughs> Get her out of there. I remember Melissa McCarthy. That's what I remember. Yeah. I was Lady Gaga for terrible. Lady Gaga for a star for a star was born, which is she makes sense. Good. She was good. I did not. I didn't like A Star Is Born, but I'm okay with Lady Gaga getting nominated. Glenn Close for The Wife, which I actually saw. Boring ass movie. <laughs> I did not <laughs> like that movie. Boring thing I've ever seen in my life. The Wife, the wife with, wow. with Jonathan Price from Brazil and oh, the two popes. I'm so sorry. I had to sit through that. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like I had to sit through the the, the best. It, felt, it felt so pretentious. I'm pretty. I, I remember my review. It was like. Okay, but pretentious. It was like in 2019, 2018. Yeah, you, you know when you put like <laughs> Glenn Close and like one other actor, like Judy Dench, and like one other actor, you know, oh, fuck, this well, is like an old. Like, like also on, another oh, another oh, thing that pissed me off was uh fucking Green Book winning best original screenplay instead of Roma. Come on, come on. He won best screenplay. No. Yes, it won best screenplay over and Roma, first, the favorite first reformed. First oh reformed. my god, <laughs> that's it won a reverse reformed. Oh I mean, and don't even get it. Fucking vice. Get, fucking vice. I don't want to get into why. Like, I'm I'm really pissed off that Rami Malek won an Oscar for lip syncing instead of Ethan Hawke. <laughs> fucking like Ethan Hawke wasn't even nominated. He's my he wasn't favorite. even nominated. That was my favorite performance of the decade, let alone like 2018. He's so made me cry. amazing in that film, and like he's Ethan just Ethan Hawke like, made me cry in that film. And he's like, he, like fucking Rami Malek won an Oscar for lip syncing. Oh my god, just, just, just fuck off. And poor, what's his name? Taron. Not even a nomination for a no Rocket Man. Taron. Oh, I love Taron Edgerton. He's great. He's great. I mean, like, it was a pretty, t- it, w- it was a pretty tough year this year be honest, for Best Actor. Like that, that year was pretty crazy, and like Sandler got snubbed for Uncut Gems, and I'd rather him get nominated than Taron. But like, whatever. Over Jonathan Price for <laughs> Jonathan Pope's. Price. Oh, I'm so sorry. What do I do? Uh, you can't do that. No, I apologize. This is the oregano. I picked it from my garden. Oh, Jesus. What the hell? Anyway, um, Graham hasn't talked at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, Graham. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm so sorry, Graham. Jesus Christ. Woo. Here we go. Uh, Roma. Uh, along with watching Roma, I watched all of Curran's, uh filmography and... He's a fucking really good director. Yeah, you could probably guess that. Um, But I'll talk about Red Groma. Um, So, like, visually and the cinematography and just all, like, the the choices they made with this, they were all, like, fantastic, obviously. Like, on on a technical level, I think it's a masterpiece. Kind of different from from his other uh, movies, the cinematography. Um, Kuron... uh, worked as his own cinematographer which paid off a lot but it felt very different from uh whenever Lebeski did his other movies um i think he did every other movie that i watched um 
Gravity, Children of Men, Ijumamatambian, and uh, uh, well, he Lebeski didn't do Prisoners of Azkaban, but it felt it felt kind of different from his other movies. Um, and you could tell like it, it was kind of like the most personal one to him. Um, I just I'm not really sure like what I it just didn't work for me on many levels. Just I didn't connect with any of the characters, any part of the story, and like any like even like the symbols and like just kind of like the thematic undertones of it. I just didn't really find that interesting. Uh, I I don't know. It, it felt kind of like a Fellini movie. Just kind of like really like meandering plot wise, but I just didn't think it really worked for the story. I don't know Cleo because I think um, uh, forgot forgot the guy's name in um, Little Savita, um, but Cleo just didn't really feel like a drifter character. She but because she just felt like she was in the same place, um, like she felt kind of like stuck in her. Um, like world or whatever, whereas the guy from uh, Little Shavita kind of felt like kind of like a nomad, kind of like a drifter, you know, um, just forming different like relationships and stuff. But um, I mean, overall, like I liked it. I I didn't think it was that great, um, and that's saying a lot because I really loved his Children of Men. Ended up being like one of my favorite movies like ever made. Um, I think it has some of the best directing and cinematography of a movie I've ever seen and just extremely engaging and just so powerful. Um, in the ceasefire scene of children and men, like I, like the first time I watched it, I like, uh, like busted a tear. I watched, I watched, I actually watched it twice in the span of like a day or two. And I like was not taken out of it at all. It was just, it's just such an experience. And what I've come to realize is that I love these films where, you just get like this overwhelming, like your sense of like, uh, like just this really weird, like brutal, 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 like setting. And you just go through everything with the characters you go with. Um, uh, like for example, I really, really love the Revenant. Cause I think it's like one of those movies where it's like, it's just an experience. Um, that ended up being one of my favorite movies. And I think I really love, uh, just films that are extremely immersive and um, that's part of the thing I felt with the Roma I just wasn't like really immersed in it um, but Children of Men like Children of Men it was extremely immersive um, like I just really connected with it emotionally more than I did with um, uh, Roma uh, also Itu Mama Tambien I thought that was another masterpiece uh, by Coron, uh, the cinematography is incredible. Lebeski, um, just kind of like the vibe of it. I think it does something that like other upcoming coming of age movies just can't really do that well. But I think Itumomotambian just does it really well, which is with the characters and the dialogue and just like how you're supposed to feel during certain scenes. I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. Um, next gravity uh gravity i thought was good it, it kind of like i but i think when you compare it to like the other Kuron films like it doesn't really hold up as much but although like it's still just a really it's i think it's fun and i think it's it's really well like uh exploring like the terrors and isolation of like space and stuff i thought that was good um like just overall um and i rewatched a prisoner of azkaban 
recently. I was just surprised by uh, how much I loved it. It's such a, cause I mean, this movie just, just gets like better the more you watch it, I guess, because I watched it when I was a kid and like multiple, multiple times. It was never like my favorite, but now like watching it now, it, it like the filmmaking is just top notch. I mean, it is, it's Harry, po Harry Potter and the Prisoner Azkaban. It's just unbelievable. Um, and I absolutely love, I absolutely loved it on the rewatch. Um, yeah, I think that's a masterpiece, but, um, Roma overall, I liked it. Uh, parts of it just kind of just weren't my thing, but I, I think it's, I think it's good. Uh, ratings, uh, I would give it a six out of 10. What about you guys? Well, well you guys already know it's an 11 out of 10 for me. The only movie I'd give an 11. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 10 out of 10 for me, at least. Uh, well, like, I haven't seen uh, YouTube Mama Tu Tambien. Is that how you say it? YouTube Mama Tambien. movie I, I feel like you might love. You might. I'm saying might. I'm not saying you will love. I'm saying you might love. You might. I don't know. I'm saying might. Would he love might. it? Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's much more similar. It's kind of like I mean, I kind of it, it's kind of I don't like know how to say, it, but Glory it's like Rimmer are kind of similar in like the kind of way. Like it's like a filmmaker's past, like reflecting on that kind of shit. I, I like that kind of stuff. But like, is YouTube Mama, what's YouTube Mama Tambien? Like, what what is it really like? It's a it's a road movie about these two guys. Yeah, it's like a coming of age movie. I don't really like coming of age yeah. movies. And there's a ton. Oh, do no, not watch it in your living room kind of TV. Don't do that. Oh, okay. Okay. Jim, Don't there's like, it's like, Don't it's basically porn. Jim, okay. it's, it's borderline like porn. borderline yeah, porn, Jim. It's so like but, the last 30 minutes of Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Like, kind of. Like <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like worse. What do you mean? Okay, right, yeah, right, watch right, it right. on your. Uh... It's oh, probably worse than The Handmaiden. Oh, yes. Jim, it's probably worse than The Handmaiden. Okay. Uh, no. Handmaiden felt tame to me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Are we going to talk yeah, about yeah, that I, next? Whenever I think of like sex and film, I kind of think about Twin Peaks by Walk with me and how disturbing that shit is. And, uh, and then, I mean, Antichrist, obviously. I'm just, just the shit, the shit you make me watch. Oh my God. I just like, fuck you. I, 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 Wait, who recommended Graham, that? Was that Graham? Did I recommend Graham, that? I, you know, Graham, I. Graham, I still oh, okay. fucking that was I me. Still fucking hate you. I, I wanted to make you. I wanted to I make Jim watch the worst that. thing you've ever made me do. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But I, I kind of, it was a comedy. Dude, for me, for me, Antichrist is basically like Eraserhead. Like, I feel the same about Eraserhead as I do Antichrist. Like, I think, like, I appreciate a lot of it. Like, I appreciate, like, the boldness of it. But then again, like, I don't really know if I like it or not. Like, I, like, I don't like Antichrist. I think it's just kind of dumb. But I feel the same way about Eraserhead. But, like, I can appreciate things. Like, but I feel about, like, the same way about, like, fucking, like, 16 hours of, like, gratuitous sex and like fucking cutting out her <laughs> cutting out her, what, what, what did she cut out again i don't want to even remember and then like to i mean a razor head is so, yeah her clitoris yeah that's right and but a razor head is so tame compared to fucking antichrist oh my god razor head oh, i'm not i'm not talking oh, about like oh, sorry. content wise i just mean like just how to kind of like like antichrist is just kind of like a fuck no, you movie. Really. they both feel like fuck I mean, you movies i mean a race like, kind of like it's it's obviously telling like a story about like like worries about fatherhood and that kind of stuff and like it feels like an actual nightmare. Antichrist just seems like Lars von Trier jerking off behind the camera, at least to me. 
Oh my god. I don't know. To me, but they both seem like fuck you movies. Whatever. But I'm gonna. I don't know. I would never watch Antichrist, rewatch Antichrist, but maybe I'll rewatch um, Eraserhead. Uh, yeah, so we're moving on to the the Handmaiden. What a great introduction to the Handmaiden. Oh. Yeah, talking about dick chopping and shit. I don't know. Promis- what we promising about? young woman. Yeah, Handmaiden. <laughs> promising young woman and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That's oh my god. Yeah. One of the movies ever. Who wants to talk about the handmaiden brand? Okay, are we gonna talk about you guys having the How wrong you know opinion I like on this it? movie? Well, why do you assume that I don't like it? <laughs> because you're just like, well, that was a movie. Like, how the fuck yep. do you say that about the handmaiden? Dude? I love that. Fucking handmaiden. I love that. Amadeus well, video. there it is. It's so funny. <laughs> that, you're just like, just like, let's fucking well, let's piss Graham off. Is. Let's just say, oh yeah, handmaiden. Meh, meh, handmaid, <laughs> meh. Like no, shut up. Can't you can't say that about the fucking the movie's fucking wild as hell. Like, dude. Oh my god, Jim. I I want to know what you want to. So hey, I think you should. Block, I think you should man. just tell introduce us like the what the fuck you think about this. Okay, so it's fucking confusing. Like, like right. introduce what about the plot, plot specifically? The plot like, it's fucking. Um, yes, no, shut the fuck up. Okay, so, Jim, you explain uh, the plot. It's about, so, so he wants I, to. I, I fucked that woman. up. She, he wants to marry this woman, put her into an asylum, asylum, pretty much, and then steal her inheritance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, basically. Thank you. See, it's hard. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm it's, done. it's hard for it's me. I can't kind of explain plot, things. Like, I mean, then it just goes crazy from that. What? Yeah, he to, he it's not a simple plot. Marrying this woman, steal her inheritance, and send her off to an asylum. asylum. Yeah, and and yeah, when, when like you that, say yeah, that's what I'm, it, that's what I'm that saying. way, but it's, then it goes crazy from that point of view. In concept, it's a simple plot, but there's so much more to it. Like, yeah. What did we think of the Handmaiden 2016? I liked it. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> it's a hot take. Everyone adores this film, and I'm so ashamed that I didn't. Love this film. I really wanted to. Yes, every like really? I, 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 the first time I heard about this film was in 2016 when I saw uh, Ralph the Movie Maker's best movies and best and worst movies of 2016, and he had animated as number one, which was an, a foreign film which I never even heard about, and he just he hyped it up so much. I've waited years to see Handmaid, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Handmaid. I can't wait to see Handmaid. I'm going to love it. It's Ralph's favorite movie. I'm Favorite movie of 2016. I'm going to love it. I saw it on Amazon Prime, and I thought it was good, pretty great. Like, nothing amazing. And I'm so disappointed that I didn't love it. Yes. Really? I'm so mad. Oh, dang. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I just love... Like the main thing about that that makes this movie so yes. great is just the writing, the, like the plot is just so, just fantastic. <laughs> the screenplay is fucking incredible, yes. and the acting, like, I I love the main two performances, and even the, even the uh, supporting, uh, guy. I think I think it was, it was great. Um, this movie, and it, it just goes like so at the at the beginning. I'm like okay, I'm like, where is this, like, going to go? You know, I was just kind of, like, going around with him. 
okay, what I'm watching is entertaining. I'm enjoying it. And then right at the end of the first act or whatever, the first part, I was like, holy shit. I was like, this just turned into a different movie. And then, you know, you go into the second part where it kind of like gives you a different perspective on what's happening. I'm like, what? I, I was just like, I just thought it was so cool. I, I, I don't know how to like explain it. And then also like not to mention like the cinematography. Holy shit. I think it's probably, I think it's one of the best of the decade. I think it's up there with like The Revenant, like 2049 honestly, Birdman. The best part of the movie um, for me, the cinematography the, that I really loved actually. It's fucking insane. And it's not even like it's it's a lot different than old boy. You know, it's more like kind of more like classy old boys, more like gritty and stuff. Um but like still, like I, I just love the way this movie was directed and like stylistically it was fantastic. Um and yeah, I, I just uh I don't know, just the character dynamics and just yeah, it was just enthralling. Like it, there's nothing really like this movie. I mean and there's there's a lot of romance to it as well, and like, well, like you know, like with the abuse and the, there's all the scenes just tie together extremely well. And I mean, there's no, I mean, it, it, it's it's definitely an experience. It's definitely like you just get once you get sucked into it, it's like, I mean, this is what they talk about. It's it's cinema, you know, it's cinema. Uh, I I could have easily watched an extra twenty minutes of. Because there's an extended version, but they didn't have that on Prime. But I'm just saying, I could easily watch an extra 20 minutes because I loved it like so much. It's just everything that was going on, and I like I really want to rewatch this film. But I think this is like one of the best movies I've I've seen. Like I don't like I know Guillermo that's fine, that way, but like <laughs> I think this movie's like yeah. I just think this movie like I I I was just like so blown away with it like. It just, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but this this movie is just something else, and you just kind of just gotta watch it for yourself. Like nothing really I can say can like do it justice. And it's just, just uh, man, <laughs> I love this movie. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just, I'm just kind of like just slobbering of it over it. But um, man, it, like the more I just think about it, the more I'm like. I just want to fucking watch this movie again. It's just so crazy and just great. Just, just everything. Just, oh. oh. Jim, you want to go? Well, that is his. Um, that's it. <laughs> I hate you. I, oh, sorry. I hate the yeah, things that you choose yeah. to be. Yeah, this was a movie that really funny. This Jim talk. Jim talks. Jim talks. I heard that you. Um, Sorry. Or actually, I saw. I, I saw that in your review. You didn't even give it a heart. Like you gave the other podcast it's movies a heart, but you didn't give this. It's a movie. You know, it was released in 2016. It's directed by Park Chan Wook. He's a great director. It this had a really good cinematography, really great production design, really great costume design. Like, and it had uh, like meh performances and you know meh story structure. Uh, yeah. That's literally my thoughts. I I I, I have so little to say about it because I just like I I was really like I was so, I, I I wanted to be interested in it, but I just like there was nothing for me to really get invested in, and I just like I just I don't know it was uh, I just didn't care. What the so fuck? Like, I'm being you. really honest here. Thank you. Care, 
<laughs> I, I kind of felt the same. Okay, but like, let me get this straight. You were you were engaged in Roma. You yeah, were engaged in Roma, that, but you weren't engaged that, in this movie. I had that poor woman. Man, I, I, had I, I had no words. And I had, and she, she was pregnant, and she'd want to be pregnant, and she had to deal with this family, and she loves his family, but she also loves her life. And I just like I felt all that. And this woman is just like no. she's trying to get ahead. I don't know. Like <laughs> the fucking guy smokes some blue smoke, and then he dies at the end or whatever. <laughs> Uh, that confused me. I, I guess it was like, what? What was he smoking? Like, what was it at the end? And it, it killed him. I don't know why. I'm. Th- yeah, yeah, it was. It was like poison. He like he like released the poison to kill yeah, yeah. to kill yeah, the yeah, um, guy who's holding him captive, but it also like, killed yeah, him. And he was like, like, the thing that I, yeah, I know I'm saying like the yeah, guy, know, but like know, it's like in foreign films, like I don't yeah, remember yeah, the names yeah, just because yeah, yeah. they're so confusing. I feel bad about that all the time. Yeah. Um. But I remember it was like. Uh, Hideko and um, um, yeah, yeah. It's I don't I don't remember the names oh, of Parasite like, either. I remember like, I watched that like I twice. Remember, like, and the English names like Jessica and like Mr. Park and like those. Kind of... Yeah, yeah, Jessica. Obviously, Kevin, right? Like Kevin? the Korean names would be kind of hard to. Remember. One of the characters. Yeah, yeah, but like, is that okay with you? <laughs> That's what she sounded like. <laughs> Jem, um, I I actually kind of like felt uh, the same, but not like I I still had a really positive outlook on the film. I just like I lo- I had just appreciated it so much by like all the the fantastic technical aspects and the performances. Not gonna lie, were pretty excellent. It just like the story was just like yes. I, I I'm agreeing with Jem that how like I just there was like nothing for me there. Like I I just didn't like wasn't amazed by like anything with the story and i really wanted to be like impressed but i just wasn't i don't know it, it kind uh, of I, I have a really positive it, it was everything it was everything i was afraid mishma was gonna be is pretty much what handmade it was to me i was afraid mishma was gonna be like this and it wasn't and like this is kind of like mishma but like but i thought it was boring like i, 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 I just, wait Je- jen do you like you know, do you not like mishma what? No, I love Mishma. I was saying this is what oh, okay. I thought, this is what I was afraid Mishma was gonna be like, because it was like split into two parts, and I don't know, oh, three parts, right? It was three parts, and I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. I, I don't hate it. I just, just, I just wasn't amazed by it. I just don't think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, whatever. You want? <laughs> uh. Well, let me like let me say this, but like. I guess the re- so the reason why you guys don't like it as much it's, it's is like the plot for me, like yeah, or like the story. story. Okay, but like for me, but that's why like I loved it so much. Just uh, just like how like just how many things like going on and how like often they would like like just kind of like change the movie, just like based on these like little like these little things and how much it would like like unravel to the audience um, periodically, um, and just the artistry of it i think was fantastic um i was never bored by this i was literally on the edge of my seat especially after the first actor was over i'm like you know like the first act like really got me into it and then like right when that like that big um the asylum thing i was like holy shit and i was just like just so impressed and just so i don't know i mean i get honestly like i mean it makes sense that why you wouldn't like it as much would because you don't like get like you don't like the plot as much but like for me that was like 
one of the best things. Like it was not, it just was not a boring movie to me. Uh, I mean, I guess if you guys feel that way, that's fine. Um, but I, I think this is like one of the best movies like ever made. Um, in my opinion, nice. I am a, one of the movies ever thick man, one of the farmed ever, yeah. uh, one of those crowd. things. Yeah. <sighs> yep. nice. Well, um, okay. Jim. So, um, I noticed that you moved Mishima out of your top 50. So you think Pulp Fiction is yes, better? I don't know. Pulp, Fic- know. Pulp Fiction, a better movie though? Hmm? Hmm? La La Land? La- no, I'll tell you what. La La Land's La La Land's better than Mishima? Huh? La La Land fucking, that fucking was like the first like actual like movie I remember. I remember like thinking, oh, this is an actual movie. Like I didn't watch any Kino before, like until like 2018. Like, and I watched that in theaters in 2016 by myself. And I remember no. like being fucking amazed by that shit. Fucking morons everywhere. I remember being amazed by that shit. Fucking morons. Uh, yeah. But Pulp Fiction is kind of like not better than Mishima. Uh, an opinion. Mishima is one of the movies ever. Gear- oh, okay, Guillermo. Like, I'm just letting you know this. But like, if you don't like Mishima, like, if you don't I- give Mishima sure. five stars, I want to. Like, I. That's I'll a respect movie. It. I, mean, I, I want to give a five. I will cry. I, I will cry I love if you don't. Like, that's like that's like objectively, wait, wait, wait. I think is like the best. Out of like movies like, that honestly. are like similar to Mishima, like, like, what do you guys predict my rating will be for the movie? Four. Four. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know what Mission is similar to. Hopefully, no, it'll probably a five if you're smart. What movies does it remind you of? Anything? Nothing? Nothing at all? Not really. It's pretty unique. It's pretty unique, yeah. Okay. It's like its own thing. So wait, Jim. It's its own thing, dude. Jim is like, predicting I can't a compare four, and Graham, you're predicting a five? Yeah. I mean, if you're smart, you'll give it a five. I don't know. But then I'm again, sorry. you give this a three and a half. This isn't really... This isn't like, I don't really know what to predict. <laughs> This is really silly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like, this isn't that uh, But I will actually like Mishima. I think is like one of the, one of the movies ever of all time. <laughs> it's all the time. Uh, but like, I think Hopefully, I think you're yes. gonna love it. <laughs> like, it's been in my top four since I saw it in wow. July. Like, I watched it a long like it. So it recently got really popular in like the community and stuff. And I watched it like like way before that because uh. Uh, what was it like? Uh, one of my like my friends, um, Mikey. Shout out, Mikey. Um, he really liked the movie, so I was like, okay, this looks kind of boss. And I bought the Criterion and I watched it. And it it's also the Criterion is actually beautiful. It's like the best looking um uh Criterion, uh in my opinion. But yeah, Mishima is fantastic. You should watch it. But what's also fantastic is The Handmaiden. And my ratings are ten out of ten. And you guys, my rating is a seven. <laughs> Seven, yeah, no, well, I'm between a six or a seven. I don't know. That's what I am. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? A six I or really, seven? Sorry, I was really oh, uninterested. Like, I don't know, but like, whatever. I, I like, I can see like the merit, I guess, if you like really love it. But like, I don't know, it just wasn't for me. Like, but Graham, come on, now we like, we, like we're, we're okay, okay with you giving yeah. Roma a three. Yeah, I'm not. Come on. I'm not like I'm not like going to murder you off the street. <laughs> like I'm not. Like I'm not like yeah, Roma's my favorite film. Like, like, you're giving favorite it a, a film. Six. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad at you. I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah, but Guillermo, you gave you gave Mishima a synecdoche. Oh, sorry, yeah. 
You yeah. gave Snecty three stars. And that's gave, movie. So like, three 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 seven. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna murder you in the street. <laughs> oh, oh my god! And then you gave, and then you gave um. Speaking of, one to six out of ten. You psychopath! How could you? Oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, seven. I'll give it a seven. Yep. Same as Guillermo. And we'll, we'll we'll move on. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't like Mahal. Yeah, that's one of my favorites of all time, too. So, as well, so, like, whatever. Well, like, Blee Velvet is, like, ten times better. The best launch in IMO. The best launch in IMO. Blee Velvet, come on. You're making a whole joke out of me for spelling Blee Velvet as Blee Velvet. And no one gets the joke, by the way. No one will get the joke. Blee Velvet, haha. Funny. Anyways, um... Yeah, uh, my first viewing of Mulholland Drive, I didn't. I don't uh, know. The second viewing is. Mm. I've only seen one. Okay, yeah, maybe I'll. You only saw it once. You gave it a five. Who are you? Oh my god! What? How? Mulholland Drive. Yeah. Mulholland Drive was a five, and I've only seen it That's once. That's incomprehensible. Like the in the first viewing. How? How? Oh, you're, you're really so, smart. It was, it was like it was my you're first. Really I'm a idiot. It was my I'm first. It was my first Lynch film ever. What? Really? Ever? Oh. Ever? Yes, I was not expecting. It, My first Lynch film technically was What a Jack to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I that way. My first Lynch well, film actually, was Eraserhead. No. Technically, my... Uh, actually, My Whole Enjoy is my second. My first was this one short film that played before the screening. Uh, I went to it was 35mm with the cinematographer Q&A. Uh, it was this one... Uh, it was this one really weird short that I enjoyed. Made by Lynch in like the 60s. Called uh, uh, the alphabet, uh, the lover. Yes, the, the yes. No, it was it was the alphabet, I, I believe. Yeah, the, the alphabet, alphabet by David Lynch, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, uh, that's the first. That's my first Lynch film. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Mulholland is my first feature. Right. I, I I love Mulholland Drive. Graham, let, let's just power through questions if you got any, because I gotta go. So. Nice. Yeah, I got some serious ones. Uh. Let's yeah, we can go through these. Um, Bart Allen is God. Top three Twin Peaks characters: um, Cooper, Gordon, Cole, Audrey. Uh, I would say like, like Audrey, uh, Cooper, and fucking haven't gotten to Gordon Cole yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like. And- hmm. But that's actually kind of hard. I don't really know. Shelly? But, but those are like the characters that I like Bob, the most. Uh, Laura Palmer. Uh, she did, though. Yeah, not in not in Firewall with me. She's not. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo hasn't seen I mean, those are like the two that like I love. Yeah. Obviously. But, yeah, I mean, I like like it's more of like an ensemble thing. But like. Yeah. Because yeah. like every character is great. But whenever like, Audrey and Cooper are on screen, you know, like it's going to be good. You know, it's like that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um. um Guillermo hasn't seen, so I guess he can't really answer it. Like he's. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch up on Twin Peaks eventually. I've, I was been watching Euphoria like this whole week, and uh, I'm gonna watch the two movies that just came out for Euphoria. Yeah. Uh, you could you could have spent right, time but watching Twin Euphoria Peaks. was recommended by Psychopath. a bunch of people that I know. I still and I'm watching it, and I loved it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, next question. Uh, what is what is your opinion on the fact that people would rather binge nine hours of a TV show but a three-hour film? 
is too much. It's kind of one of who the gym ever because he didn't like handmade. Who says a three-hour film is too much? It's fine. I couldn't kill us. Yeah. Uh, I think he's just talking about like normal people, like like a normal person would not want to watch a three-hour movie, but they would like want to watch like a. Normal no, no, I think I know the reason why. Watch a three -hour film the reason why I know the reason why. The Avengers Endgame is the it's like the highest grossing film of all time, but The Irishman's too long. It's like no, it's, it's like thirty minutes. Endgame. Come on now, it's like thirty minutes like, longer. Yeah, it's three oh, hours and thirty minutes. Uh, but like, Whatever. I know why people Whatever, prefer cares? like wa watching like binge TV, like nine hour TV shows because like TV shows, I mean, within the past decade are made to be binged. Like they're 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 edited really quickly, and like each episode ends with like like a like a a cliffhanger, you're like, oh, a where's it gonna go next? Like movies don't have, like, imagine you're watching the uh, the Irishman, and then like before a scene, it, it there's like a, a a cliffhanger and it cuts to black, and then it opens again. Like, what the fuck just happened? No, the whole movie's just a plot. Like, you know what I mean, right? Like after, like, <laughs> so, so imagine like you, you like the first episode of I mean, you, like the first half an hour of the Irishman. Um, De Niro meets Joe Pesci's character. And like when he's fixing his car, he's like, "What's your name?" And then Joe Pesci just looks at it and smiles. Yeah. Directed by Martin Scorsese. No, 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 no. It does not work. It doesn't do that. It just keeps going. And there are moments to like pause. Like people when they binge stuff, they after an episode ends, they probably go to the bathroom and get something to eat. Like movies are not meant are meant to be watched in one sitting. And some people are like, "Oh, three and a half hours or three hours? That's too long. Too long. Too long." And it kind of makes sense. I'm not. I'm not surprised by people like preferring to, to binge watch like nine hour TV shows. I kind of get that, to be honest. But like, I I kind of feel like people should get kind of used to three hour movies. Like after watching something like Endgame, people can definitely get used to some three hour movies. You know, like that are recommended to them, like some really great movies. Like hell, even the Lord of the Rings movies are like three and a half, four hours long. People love those. Why not go for a three-hour movie? You know. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, let's answer these like Twitter. Like, let's just get to it. Um. Um. The rest of them are just kind of like shit right. post questions. Well, well, well. Okay. Then just skip them. I guess. Um. We can. Any, like, I'll just read ones? them real quick. Yeah. I, if film account, why so sexy? Uh -huh, funny. Um. Uh. I don't know, just because. Spoilers without spoiling asked, do straws have two holes or one? Two. Shut up. Shut up and move on. <laughs> I mean, that's, it, that's it, really. I mean. Okay, let's go. Okay, whatever. I, I yes. Is it two, though? But Stop like, it. It's two let's holes. Let's not have this discussion, all right? Let's move on. Um, okay. One of the anyways ever. Recommendations for next week. Recommendations. Uh, Fuck. For me, uh, uh, I'm really, I'm really, I really want to, I really want to recommend Bad Times at the El Royale, even though we already discussed about it, because I think it'd be an uh, awesome podcast to talk, talk about. But I also, I mean, I kind of like watched that recently. Yeah, I, 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 really I recommend Peeping Tom as well. Ooh, I really nice. That. Um, uh, but it, but I also want to do something. I don't know. Boilers given two out of five. So. Well, boilers is um. You just didn't get it. What, 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 I don't know. I was trying to make. Well, he just didn't get it. Like, I don't say anything mean about him because I really like him. Yeah, he just didn't get it. He just didn't get it. Well, he said no, no, no. He was wrong about one thing. He said this, like he said, like it, it felt like he said, like um, 
like other films do the pop letter or something like that or whatever. I'm like, it's literally like the first like slasher film. Like it invented the genre pretty much. Like everyone says Psycho invented the genre, but uh, I don't know if you know that Peeping Tom came out two months before Psycho or how, however many months before Psycho. So it actually technically was first. So stuff you. Anyways. What if we did like a... By the way, by the way, by the way, the reason that um um Psycho like was released without any problem is because they learned from Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom screened to press, and that's what got shut it down. So Hitchcock did no um press screenings for Psycho and just released it. So yeah. Peeping Tom could Peeping Tom walked so Psycho could run. Pretty much is literally the the truth for that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, go on. Jim, uh, I was considering like, what if we did a podcast for each like all the wrecks for like wait, wait, for what something you like, were cut, Comedy? Comedies? Comedies? Well, comedies. Yeah, I'm saying like, yeah, what if it's like, oh, have you guys seen both? Have you guys both seen uh, yeah. Doctor Strangelove? You haven't no, seen Doctor Strangelove? Let's do that. Doctor Strangelove. I bought the Criterion. Yeah. No, I bought the Criterion I and I want to watch Strangelove it. Doctor Strangelove so bad. Yeah, Doctor Strangelove, that's one definitely. Um, Thunder Road. No. Have you seen Thunder Road? I really want to see that. I, I have seen that. Uh, Thunder Road is really great. Can you wreck that? Um, I really want to see it. Maybe. Uh, uh, you were never really here. That's not a comedy, but I'm just like I'm just looking through some uh, stuff. It looks right like now. a comedy. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Monty Python. I've seen. We should them. do like super bad. I've not seen Monty We should do super bad. Oh, uh, I haven't seen Moonrise. I haven't Kingdom. seen it either. I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I haven't seen many. I haven't Anderson, seen many. Um, Anderson. What's it called? I think I've seen all his uh, films. I think. Films. I haven't seen any, pretty much. Besides Fantastic Mr. Fox, which I have not seen in like well. 10 years. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking oh, good. There's the Taika Waititi one. I have not seen that either. So bad. What are we doing in the shadows? Oh, uh, what are we doing in the shadows? Oh, that's really good. Yeah, can we do that as a wreck? Let's do that one as a wreck. Yeah, sure. I, I really wish we did. Um, What are we doing in the shadows? I wish we did oh. Cat in the Hat. Have we Cat done the Am- hat's good. Have we done Amelie? Ironically. Have you, you seen yeah. Amelie? Well, that's true. Yeah, we could do that. I want to see Amelie. Oh, I just watched Amelie for yeah, the first time. A bunch of people. Like, like... Okay, well, you, then you're, then you're <laughs> yeah. fresh. Like, if I would recommend stuff, some stuff, uh, some popular films, some popular films on oh, my sorry. watch list that I don't think any of us have seen are Mother and Leon. Yeah. Oh, Leon the Professional. Yeah. That's Mother, so Darren Aronofsky? That's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. Hilarious film. It's comedy. So funny. Mm-hmm. Hilarious film. Okay, here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. All right. Uh, Emily, uh, Amelie. Love and what we do in the shadow? The Graduate. What if we did The Graduate? Oh, The Graduate. Great. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen, seen it. I have one not my seen favorite that. film. That's good. That's a good one. One of the one of the not seeing it ever. Really, Graduate? The Graduate is one of my favorite movies ever. I adore it's my grand one of my grandpa's and my favorite movies ever. So my, oh my god, it's perfect. Okay. That, that movie, the graduate. So you've already seen all the Rex stuff. I mean, that so. movie is ahead of its time, to be honest. I... Oh, yeah, yeah, you would have seen all the Rex. That's a shame. I mean, like, yeah. Well, Anyways. maybe we should switch it. I, I think Guillermo should have seen some of them. Damn it! Okay. I really want to see all these. These are like this is like lining up. I mean, whatever you guys want, honestly. Like, it's a. I'm being very. I mean, sure. I'm being really. I'm just looking through my watch list of. Should, wait, is it only comedies? The next recommendation. Yeah, let's do comedies. Uh, no, I, that was just a suggestion. We don't. Like, that was just like my most popular, most popular comedies yeah. on my watch list are Little Miss Sunshine, What We Do in the Shadows, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen what? Wait, you no, haven't I have seen not. What we do in the shadows. 
Oh, that, that was a wreck, wasn't it? I thought we were doing that. We're not doing that. We can do it. Yeah, sure. I Leon, haven't seen I have Leon seen, either. I have not seen well, 500 Days of Summer, which I really so, want to see. So, well, so. Oh, that's doing, good. Amelie, Doctor Strange Love, and What We Do in the Shadows. Should we do that as our Rex? Those are our three. How do we do that? Sure. I, I, yeah, we can do that. Amelie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Amelie, Doctor Strange yeah. Love, and What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. I already know I'm going to give Doctor Strange Love a five based on everything I know about it because yeah. I know so much that, about that's it. That's like a. Like, it looks that's like, movie I think exactly would give a five. Like, and you would like meme, meme everything it's about like, it. You definitely would. It looks like yeah. everything I want in a film. So it's yeah, it's pretty like, funny. It's a really pretty funny movie. And now I have a, now I have an actual reason to watch it and not avoid it. So like it's good. All right. Thanks everyone. Thank Thanks for watching and uh, bye. Uh, what were the recs again? Say it Emily, one more time before. We're still recording, right? Emily, um, Emily took the strange yeah. love. What we do in the shadows? Those are recs. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Um, Sorry for rushing it at the end. I gotta go. Lots, lots of... All right. All right.